0: It's Thursday, April 10th, 2014, your daily Lex. I don't know, something about it today, something about the theme song today really made me think, boy, what a jerk I am to <laughs> put together an entire theme song wherein I sing my own name. And then the fact that I end the show each time with a chorus of Lexes singing the name Lex, man, I'm a horse's ass. Anyway, let's move on. I was, uh chatting with a friend of mine this morning saying, hey, quick, I need a topic for today's show. And he offered up some ideas that I rejected. And then he said, you know, I have another idea, but it's so obnoxious. I'm not even going to tell you what it is because then you might attribute it to me. And I don't want people to know that I had this idea. And I'm like, look, buddy, I have, I've done the show 70 something times and I'm asking you for an idea one time and you got nothing. And it was true. He didn't. Uh, Then he suggested things like favorite state that is in Jersey or why Virgin America is the best airline in the United States. And that made me think of airports and air travel non-air travel horror stories, because I know that some people hate those. But, uh, you know, when I go to the airport on my own for work, basically, I will... uh, I aim to get to the airport just in time so I can get through security and get through security just in time so I can get to the bathroom and leave the bathroom just in time to walk onto the airplane. I don't want to spend extra time in the airport. When you travel with kids, uh, well, let me rephrase. When you travel with kids and with my wife, you can't do that. I would kind of try to do that. I mean, it would be a little more time, obviously, but I would try to just push through the airport as quickly as possible. Uh, But that absolutely does add some stress to the travel day. And so my wife's preference is to get to the airport about 74 hours early, uh, when we're flying with the kids, which is fine and reasonable. And, you know, there are compelling arguments to be made. Now, the worst part of flying with children is the car seat situation. Uh, that's not necessarily the worst part because it could also be kids screaming on red eyes, uh, when you're kind of responsible, but, um, the worst part that I'm want to talk about is the car seat situation. So I have only one kid that really needs a car seat on the plane now. And then two kids that really don't need a car seat on the plane, but because of the dangers of checking, uh, uh, uh car seats you know they people warn you against checking your car seats or even you know gate checking them because they'll get all beat up um, we're thinking we'll take two car seats on the plane and then pack a third booster for the oldest one since we'll need it for the car once we arrive at our destination but we're thinking you know uh, we'll have two car seats that we actually use as car seats on the plane and then one in a suitcase uh, but so now you have to board the plane you have to board the plane with two car seats uh, and with in my case three kids uh, it's impossible to walk down an airplane aisle with one car Seat, because um, you, you the the airplanes are so narrow that you can't walk with the car seat through the aisle. You have to hold the car seat up above all the other seats, otherwise you won't get through. Um, and then when you have two, it's like you're trying to you know I'm trying to to hold one in each hand and lift them both up above the other seats. And airplanes, airlines used to let uh, families with small children board first. Now most of them let the really rich people and the rewarded travelers book, and then maybe all of first class, anybody who paid for the privilege of boarding the plane earlier than you, and then you get to go. Uh, so now when you get to the gangway, there's already a huge crowd of wealthy, annoyed people there who don't like that you have children, and you're trying to wrangle them and all the car seat stuff, and it's, it sucks. So my strategy now is I get on the plane... I'm carrying two car seats, I put one down just block the aisle, block everybody from passing. And I rush as, you know, if there's people in front of you, there's limited rushing, but I'll just block everybody with one car seat, take the second car seat down, put it in the seat where I want it to go and then come all the way back up the plane and get the second car seat. That's the only way that I've found that I can manage. Occasionally you'll have flight crew who take pity on you and want to help you. And that's just getting the car seat to the plane. Then you've got to buckle the car seat on the plane, which is just one of the the most, uh, I guess maybe outside of attempting to join the mile high club at a tiny little airport, uh, a tiny little airplane bath. Room, maybe the hardest feat of gymnastics that one uh, can try on an airplane is buckling these car seats in because you got to take the regular seatbelt and buckle it behind the car seat through a little thing. And uh, I can either fit my hand there or the seatbelt there, but I can't fit my hand and the seatbelt behind the car seat in this little narrow window of bucklage. And I hate it. So, anyway, uh, coming soon, I'm going on a trip with the family, and uh, that's going to suck. So, I thought you should all know. Once we're there, it'll be great. But the, uh, the actual getting on the plane is just the worst. Not to mention that we're landing about two and a half hours from our destination, so then we have to hop in a rental car and drive. Uh, anyway, let's never, ever travel ever again. If they could really make a pill so that you could go through the motions of the things you needed to do, but not have any conscious awareness of it and just kind of wake up afterwards and have it all behind you, that I, I would take that. might be called heroin. Lex! Lex.